0: Welcome to Cultivating Authentic Universal Energy. Exploring energy through mediumship, psychic abilities, reiki, crystals, and more. This podcast is created based on the concept that everything is energy, everything, and everyone are connected. Your hosts are Lisa miller and Michelle Belcastro. Lisa has written about her psychic medium, awakening, and is comfortable with many facets of energy. Lisa believes energy work is very exciting and should be embraced in a safe way. Michelle grew up as a sensitive, intuitive, and now creates a safe space for community to gather and develop their spiritual talents. Their two unique perspectives are joined to assist listeners of all levels to broaden their understanding. This will be a series of podcasts that will enhance and fine-tune our energetic connections.
1: Hello. Hey, Lisa. What's happening? Oh, I'm just feeling good today. Feeling good. Well, it has been... How many episodes since we've been in the same room together? <laughs> a number, I'd say at least 10. Yeah. Well, welcome back to the U.S.
2: Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here with you. And yeah. today we're going to talk about continuation of conversation about resilience, but this time resilience and relationships.
1: Yeah. So we have relationships of so many different kinds. Oh, yeah. And mean you have a relationship with yourself. Relationships with your partners, relationships at work, with your with your pets, with your with your family members. Yes, and you know what? As you're making that list, all I can think of is, oh man. Like I can feel the stress yeah. of the, the thought of some of these relationships. Yeah, very much so, which is
2: what we're gonna get into. Exactly. Um, because I think sometimes we need a healthy boundary. You know, just to, if we have an anticipation of some kind of past relationship that's coming up that gave you a memory that, you know, you think it's going to be difficult to move forward. So you have that past predetermination. So you need a healthy boundary so you feel safe, but then kind of shift the thought about that person or that situation before you
1: move forward. Okay. So being the devil's advocate that I Mm -hmm. typically play, um, how do you go about doing that? Because you make it sound like it's really simple. I love to make things simple. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll
2: give you an example. Uh, when I was working in the corporate environment, and there would be a client that would typically be very difficult to handle, and before they even, uh, before I even answer the phone when it would ring, I would have the angst or the anxiety that that person was going to be difficult today. And maybe they wouldn't be, but I've already put that momentum of energy into that experience before it even happens because I'm thinking about the past. So I try to take a stop on my thought before I pick up that phone and um, just give a, a positive thought, if I can, if neutral or positive, and then go from there because you can change the environment, the energy environment before it
1: takes some momentum is my point. And that's just one example. So the, what I'm hearing from you is like, okay, ring, ring, my phone is going and you see the caller ID and you're like,
2: Oh man. Yeah. Normally I'm going to go asshole. I can't can't do it. No. (laughs) But Stop the momentum. Stop the conversation. So
1: So It can be as simple as, okay, hold on. I need to take a couple of deep breaths.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Center myself ground myself and be like okay today is a new day today is a new day
2: a new beginning and this is just one example of one relationship and it starts within yourself but I do know that it can um, it may be a little challenging to start but if you start taking notice of these internal thoughts and eternal labels and take a shift
1: to them it really does help so it kind of goes back to the whole self-awareness drum that I've been beating a lot. It's always, yeah. They're very connected, <laughs> all these things. Um, and, you know, we have relationships with family we can talk about. too. So. Yep. And a lot of times those are um, triggers for mm-hmm. people. And I know that there are times that I look at my, my phone, my caller ID, and I'm like, can I do this? Can yeah. I do this today? Right. And it doesn't matter. It, it can be anybody, mm-hmm. and not just, you know, family, but like, okay, am I prepared for this phone call?
2: Right. And <clears throat> even in, in business, taking it back to business, I always have prepared myself. So I'd always have my preparation. And if you don't have all your ducks in a row, you can always get back to them with whatever it is that they need that you don't have at this time. But it's that thought that the person is going to be a shit disturber and give you a hard time today because they were before, it doesn't ring true. So you have to give it a clean slate, set the space to be a good day so it can bring forth that which is good. Now forward to what Michelle was saying with family member or another person in relationship, the same thing holds true. If you had a, a past experience with them that was upsetting, um, that was in the past. Today's a new day. So you're going to say, okay, can I do this today? You take your breath, sniff some lavender, <laughs> sage, whatever Grab it Grab your be. crystals. Grab your crystals that are in your pocket, you know, mm-hmm. and pull an angel card and then take the call. Or let it go to voicemail and call them back when you can. You know? That's always an option. Yeah. You
1: don't have to take the call today. Yep. So I think that a lot of our relationship or resilience in relationship starts with resilience that we have for ourselves. True. And if you as an individual can be balanced and centered and grounded and in a healthy place, it's so much easier to have healthy boundaries in place for all of these relationships. Very true. Um, it's easier to deal with things that could potentially knock you a little bit off balance.
2: Right. And we all get knocked off our balance. For myself, I always go back to the basics to regain my balance. I used to tell my children when they were growing up that they came home cranky from school. I said, did you have your basic needs? Did you sleep? Did you eat? Did you drink water? (laughs) You have to go, what are your basic needs? So the same thing with energy work. You have to get your basic needs. Did you meditate? Did you ground yourself? Did you set an intention? you know, things like that.
1: I will say though, right, the basic needs of the physical are the foundation of the basic needs of the energetic. No, that's true, right. right. Yeah, so, that's so you can't jump to the meditation, whatever, whatever, if you don't have the food, water, sleep, potty, all of those things Going for you. Well, we're physical and non-physical,
2: so that makes total sense. You yep. have to take care of both, which I think is something that many of us are are learning on a greater level in this day and age.
1: Absolutely. I mean, when I was
2: growing up, it was it was never spoken about.
1: No, you just keep on giving and giving and giving until yeah. you're a dry husk of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> where you know what we what we teach and what we need to walk is that. To really benefit and serve others, you're doing it from the excess that you have, what flows out of the cup, not what fills the cup. Right. You have to keep your cup full. Yeah. Um,
2: but that goes back to a lot of people who are givers. I mean, they're constantly giving of themselves, but I mean, if you look back, like mothers and grandmothers, you know, they didn't know to take care of themselves for self-care. And it's still, even to this day, so many of my clients have that same thing where they don't take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll even say myself, I I fall into that bucket for a period of time where I'll keep doing. But I've realized that you do need to take care of yourself before you can assist another, whether you are a caregiver and you're giving them um, medical assistance or, or mental assistance. Or any child care, anything. You have mm-hmm. to take care of yourself. It's hard, though. It's not. Always, I mean, it doesn't. It's not always easy. Um, you know, being a mom and having three little kids under a certain age. You know, to find that time for just you. Um, maybe it's time that you, you ask someone to, to give you a hand. You know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because you can't always hide in the bathroom. You can't. Hide <laughs> in the bathroom at all. Sometimes you can't go to the bathroom alone. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. All right, so it it really, all of our relationship resilience, whether it's work or family or self, um, it really kind of comes back to us as individuals. And I, so the word that just popped into my head is respect. Respect enough for self to be able to set these boundaries so that people aren't just, running all over you right. for one um, you know it, it certainly depends on what your environment is there are times that you can get away with some reactions better than others obviously in a professional work environment you can't just go off on someone no. even though that may be exactly <laughs> what you want, want to do um, well I, I, had
2: a, I had a mother-in-law that didn't speak English and I, I learned to speak Greek And and initially, I don't think she wanted, no, she didn't want me to marry her son because I was not Greek. So there was an initial confrontation there. And then there was cultural confrontations there. But over time, when I would be approached, there was times where we would have have buckles of of thoughts, you know, your head's buck, your idea's buck. And that was... uh, You're going over 40 years ago, so it's a long time ago before I spiritually involved. But I think I've learned since then um, to look at people's similarities instead of their differences. And I think that experience helped me to do so. Mm -hmm. So look at, we both love the same people. You know, we both, you're a great cook. You're a great woman, you know. And through time, we totally love each other and respect each other. But it took a little time. To get used to each other and get used to the differences. But through that love and that understanding and respect for one another, we built a beautiful relationship. But I think
1: those are things that take time and patience, you know? And be patient with yourself. Absolutely, because that's that's a rocky, a rocky situation. <laughs> you want it to work out. You do want it to work <laughs> out, but I don't know
2: so many women that I speak about, they have different relationships in their family where they're, they're struggling with things like that. And I'm like, okay, let's look at the things that you can say that you, you have in common together. And from an appreciation point of those things that are similar, build from that. Don't look at the things that didn't go well, you know, and be angry and fester and keep it in there because that will hold you up. Now, I'm not saying to ignore your feelings because you do have to let them out. Take 10 minutes and let it go. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so that kind of like goes back to some of the other podcasts and tools that we've talked about to let things go Mm -hmm. Um, because you don't want to internalize these feelings because then they just fester and then they erupt like a volcano and, boy, you're probably back to square one at that time. But I I have to say that it's brought
2: to my attention that sometimes – Um, I get perceived as not recognizing the other person's issue because I let it go so quickly. So I have to be conscious of that to listen to what someone's saying if they're upset with me as to why they're upset with me. And not just, I let it go internally, but, (laughs) but be conscious of them and conscious of their needs. So it's kind of like a little delicate dance or a delicate dance for me, at least.
1: Well... Letting go to me is different than being present and mindful for, with somebody, mm-hmm. right? Because you can let go of hard feelings and kudos to you if you can let go of that kind of thing so quickly. Not everybody can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's about self-awareness and, and just recognizing like how do you typically operate? It doesn't mean that that is what defines you, but you can make shifts of letting go of things earlier, faster. But it is important to be present when someone is speaking with you. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and, and not assume. Here's the other thing that gets us in, in trouble with relationships, is assuming what someone is going to say. Right. Instead of really listening, making sure that you understand, and even sometimes saying it back to the person. And giving them an opportunity by,
2: by not Not predicting what they're going to say, give them an opportunity to come to
1: the table a little bit better. Yeah, and and it's important to have those conversations in relationships, that's how you build a relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not just, you know, I'm going to set a boundary and this is all going to kind of go away. It is sometimes sitting down and having hard conversations about yourself, about the other person, about how. I want this to work, right? Yeah. it's not always easy to have those
2: conversations. <laughs> uh, not only because maybe the timing is off. You know, it's good for one person to be ready, and then the other person's not ready. So that's mm-hmm. that's a whole other conversation. But absolutely, but I, totally, I totally hear what you're saying.
1: Well, some things are just delicate too. Yeah, you know, it's like you're talking about your mother-in-law. Yeah. Well, goodness, you know, she came from a particular background mm-hmm. and a culture. And she is, was, is, probably still fiercely protective of her son. Fiercely
2: protective of her children. But then I became in that circle of trust, and then she was fiercely protective of me. Well, so it, 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 it's all good. She's, she's. I respect her a lot in everything that she's been through in her life, mm-hmm. you know and continue to do on the other side of this time. <laughs> well,
1: and, and that's, that's something also um, to help in relationships is understanding where someone else is coming from. Right. And part of that is listening. Part of that is being empathetic. Um, not taking on somebody else's crap, but understanding where they're coming from. Right.
2: And we can't always do it at that time. Sometimes you have to take <laughs> a step back. Maybe you need to time out.
1: Absolutely. I'm a big fan of timeout Mm -hmm. because I I get overstimulated and sometimes I have a difficult time responding. So to take a few moments to step back from situations Mm -hmm. and and just be honest Mm -hmm. with someone. Listen, I'm not in a position to carry on this conversation. I just can't do it. And there's times and
2: I mean, I don't know, there's so many different situations. Maybe you don't have the answers. Maybe your back is in a corner and you're trying to help someone that you love dearly. And you're going to hand it up to God. Or you're going to hand it up to prayer to help that. Take the time away to care for yourself. Mm-hmm. Take some breaths, hand it up, and look for a sign. That's what I do. That's what I I've, I've do and different people that I know have done. Mm-hmm. They find some directions with that space of clarity. Maybe they'll hear of an organization that can help them. Or maybe something will happen that will open the door for another opportunity for assistance. But by being upset all the time, you're blocking that coming to you.
1: Absolutely. Even if it comes to you and it's right in front of your face, you're, you're not going to see it. See it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many times does that happen? Like Even if you're looking for an object in the house and you're scattered in your yeah. thoughts and
2: you pass by it five times and then you take a break and you go and it's right there in front of you.
1: Yep. And you see it immediately. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll a big victim mm-hmm. of that. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else today? I think we should pull a card. Okay, let's pull a card, All right, just because, yes, I know. So while, she, while Lisa is um, shuffling the cards, we pulled a couple of cards from this deck earlier. Um, and one of them that I got was really cool. It's It says, victory, good news is on the way, public recognition or awards. So I'm thinking that that is a big segue to us Probably talking about this retreat we've got oh, yes. going. Where we've got planning. How about that?
2: Yeah, I'm really excited about it, um, and cultivated from doing this podcast together. And it's our care retreat, and it will be in Safety Harbor next uh, April. Yeah, so excited about that, yes. right? So, my um, I, my card that I pulled. I have to hold it so I can read it. It <laughs> says, "Brilliant new ideas." and uh, inspirations seeing the truth in a situation and a challenging beginning
1: that's kind of like our topic today about the challenging beginnings and seeing the beauty in it mm. so what i the card that i got let me show you guys this it is the page of water it's about intuition sensitivity artistic and friendly it says a new person enters your life a relationship begins a new phase heightened psychic abilities and when you look at this, there's you know like the ocean and the creatures that are under the ocean. And you've got some whales and dolphin and some other fish, but then you've got like the mountains, or what looks like mountains, maybe they're clouds. But that whole connection of heaven and earth and water and really funny because there's totally um validates some other cards that I pulled this morning that was talking very specifically about psychic abilities being further developed. So yeah.
2: As, as the world turns, right? Absolutely. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, doesn't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we would love to get your feedback about this podcast or any of our podcasts. If you have any questions that you'd like to submit to us for discussion or Just feedback. We'd really appreciate it. Please feel free to send us an
2: email or um, there's a link that we'll have below where you can put to Facebook. Awesome.
1: Thanks, everyone. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear from you about your experiences. Leave us a comment below. You can find more information about Lisa and her offerings on her website, the number two, communicate.net. Michelle's shop is the Violet Butterfly Metaphysical Healing Center in Palm Harbor, Florida. You can find more information at thevioletbutterflymhc.com, including the online store.